From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord, publishers and ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right here in the heart of Middle Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. I'm so glad you've joined us today, and I hope you'll stay with me for the next 13, 14, 15 minutes. We're going to have some good things for you. Today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 37. In fact, for several days, we're going to just look a piece at a time at that great portion of the Word of God. It's a beautiful chapter, has a lot of very powerful statements in it, things that will help us along the way. And today, I've taken this theme and entitled the message I have for you, Don't Fret Yourself, because three times in this chapter, it tells us to fret not. So I'm going to talk to you about that, give you some good practical help, and I trust you'll stay with me for the next little bit. Let me just remind you, the National Sword of the Lord Conference is open to everybody. It's not just for pastors and preachers, but it's for everybody. Bring your family. Plan to be with us July 17 through 20 at the Gospel Light Baptist Church in Walkertown, North Carolina. Great facilities there, large facilities, plenty of room, and there's something there for every member of your family. So we want you to be with us. Mark it down on the calendar, and we'll be counting on you. All right, let's look at our message today entitled, Don't Fret Yourself. Psalm 37, verse 1 says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. You drop down to verse 7. And I pick up in the middle of the verse where it says, Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. And then verse 8, the second part of that verse says, Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. So we have three statements here, each of which says, Fret not thyself. And I'm just simply saying, Don't fret yourself over the things that are labeled here and that are detailed for us, and we have plenty of reason to pay attention to this. Now, when we talk about fretting, we're talking about someone who is constantly or visibly worried or anxious. I mean, they are just constantly into this worry syndrome. It's like they are going to have something terrible happen. They know it's going to happen. It hasn't happened. It's not about to happen, but they know it's going to. And so they get in a fret. The uh, British use that term like that. They talk about being in a fret. And so we sometimes find ourselves in that very dilemma. Now, it's really a mental game. It's simply a matter of you harboring things in your mind, whether it happens or not, it actually, really, if you do it, solves nothing. It really will not take you where you need to be. It's going to rob you of what you ought to have, in fact. And so why should we do that? Why would we do that? Well, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of temptation. There's a lot of things that will push you toward being a fretful person, being a worrier, being someone who is just all the time anxious about every little thing. Well, here's some pointed instruction that the Bible gives in this regard. It says in verse number one that we're not to fret ourselves because of evildoers. 
Now, when we talk about evildoers, we're just talking about the wicked crowd out in the world who do anything and everything that they please to do. They'll do anything they can get away with. That's the crowd out in the world that uh, really we see a lot of these days. That's the reason we have so many hostile things going on. People doing drive-by shootings, people robbing banks, people doing all kinds of evil things like that. You say, why do the wicked do those kinds of things? Why do the wicked prosper? Why do they have everything going their way, it seems, and often getting away with it? Well, sometimes the wicked rise to power. They find themselves in positions of power, and they use that power for their own advantage. They will, without even a second thought, they will just do what pleases them, they will do what prospers them, and uh, they will use their position in a way that it ought not to be used. It really betrays those who either elected them or appointed them, but they do it nonetheless. There's sometimes that the people who are of this wicked crowd, they will do what they do because they know it's going to be popular for them to do it, and because it's popular, they can get away with it. And so they just go right ahead. It may be as evil as evil can be, but they do it nonetheless in order to feather their own nest. Sometimes because that it does put money in the bank for them, they are willing to do whatever. But verse 2 follows this verse, this verse it says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Verse 2 says, For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. That is, they're not going to get away with this forever. They're not going to be without penalty somewhere along the way. This is just not going to last. They're going to find themselves in trouble at some point. A lot of folks have the idea that they can do every kind of a thing, steal, cheat, etc., and they will get away with it. They're smart. They think they are keen enough. They're smart enough that they can get away with whatever it is that they're scheming and devising to do. Well, Typically, that's not the way it works. And so we have this kind of thing happen. And what we're learning here is when this passage says, fret not thyself, well, that doesn't mean that you should not be wary. It doesn't mean that you should not be alert. It does not mean that you should fail to protect yourself or that uh, you should just be naive and assume that everything's going to be good. That's not the way we're to function. It does mean that we're not to just be overwrought with anxiety. But indeed, all along the way, when someone comes at you with some kind of a scheme, you ought to have your antenna up. You ought to be paying attention. You ought to be alert to that. You don't need to let somebody take advantage of you just because the Bible says, well, don't be a fretter. No, it's talking about not being overly wrought with worry and anxiety. But when somebody comes at you with something that's going to bring harm to you or that potentially would steal from you or from your family or do your family harm in some way or other people harm in some way, yes, you ought to be alert to that and pay attention. But what this verse is saying is, don't lose sleep anticipating those things. Don't be intimidated by those who may be up to those kinds of things. Don't let them be a bother to you, and obviously you should not be envious of them. That verse number one says, and don't be envious of them. And the second thing we have here in verse seven, where it says, don't fret yourself, this says, don't fret yourself because a bad man is getting rich. Now, you know, whenever we see somebody doing well, 
I mean, we see them, they're cheating, they're scheming, they're robbing, they're lying, they do every kind of an evil thing, and it's just like everything they touch turns to gold, and I mean, they've got great cars, they've got a fabulous house, they've got land, they've got every kind of an imaginable thing, and uh, as a result of that, they seem to be getting away with all of their scheming and manipulating and intimidating and bullying that they're doing. In fact, this verse uses the term his way. He is prospering in his way. He's doing what he wants to do. And in his way, he's coming up with a big bank account. And this passage now, understand, this is not an indictment of wealth. This is not an indictment of somebody who has a big house or who has a big car or two or three or four or who has an airplane or whatever. This is not an indictment against somebody being rich or well-to-do. This is an indictment against a person doing evil to get the riches or to get the prosperity. And the Bible simply tells us that the evil way some people go about getting things is something you and I need to be alert to. And certainly we ought not to let ourselves become enamored with that person. If they are a person doing all kinds of evil, corrupt, ungodly, sinful things to get riches, you and I should not even for a moment be envious of them or think that somehow we ought to maybe become like them. And that's where we come to the third one of these in verse 8, where it says that we are not to fret ourselves in any wise to do evil. When it says in any wise, that's just simply saying, don't go down that trail. Don't take any side trails. Don't even lean in that direction. Don't even look in that direction. Don't in any wise try to figure out if you can do a little damage, if you can do something a little dirty and come out on the top side with it. No, that's not the way that you and I are to do. So the first one of these tells us that we're not to fret ourselves because of evildoers or to be envious of them. The second one in verse 7 tells us that we're not to fret ourselves because a bad man is getting rich. And then this one says, don't fret yourself to become like the evil man. You see, if we become enamored with the world, I mean, we begin to be envious of what they're doing. We see their supposed success and we just say, hey, I could do that and come out on top like they seem to be on top. If you do that, I mean, if you begin to think that way, you begin to be envious that way, you may wind up going that same route, and it's not a good route to take. When I was a teenager, I knew a man, and he got elected to a position in his community in the city where he lived. It was a position that was a local office, and uh, he had served one four-year term in that office, but he worked a job where I had some acquaintance and uh, would be around him some. And I remember hearing him say when he got elected to his second term, I mean, he just said it out loud among us there in the shop where he was working. And he said, they offered me money the first time and I didn't take it. But now that I've got elected, he said, I'm going to take whatever money is offered to me. He was talking about bribes. He was talking about taking money in order to make decisions in the position that he had. 
Now, I was just a kid. I was a boy. I was a teenager. But I knew better than that. I knew that was wrong. My dad had already taught me better than that. And I knew that there was something really rotten, something really unwise and unfit about all of that. I mean, here is a guy who takes the effort to run for a public office. And even though it's some low-level office in the community, he's making decisions. And there are people who are wanting him to make certain decisions that will put money in their pockets And so not only do those contractors or whomever offer him money, not only are they corrupt, but they are corrupting him, and he is yielding to their temptation. Now listen, you and I have to be careful, because if we're not careful, then we will look to what somebody else is doing, we will listen to their plea, we will hear their appeal, and we will say, well, if it does me good, if it feathers my nest, then I will do that as well. And you and I have every reason to stand our ground, to do what's right, to listen to the Lord, and if we will do that, listen, we're going to be glad that we did. I promise you, you're going to be glad that you did. You're not going to feel good. I mean, if you're a Christian especially, if you know the Lord and you let this kind of thing begin to happen in your life, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, your conscience is going to gnaw at you, and that's just not the way any of us should go. In fact, we really must safeguard ourselves and not allow ourselves to even for a moment begin to lean in that direction. And these three fret knots in Psalm 37 are very, very important fret knots. They're very important statements for us and just tells us we ought to sanctify our mind, we need to consecrate our behavior, and we need to dedicate ourselves to the Lord and not let ourselves become a worrywart not let ourselves become somebody who's always fretting over these kinds of things. Now, Lord willing, tomorrow we're going to look at another portion of Psalm 37 because there are any number of things here that are just good things that will help us in our walk with the Lord and in our living the Christian life. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow. In the meantime, don't forget, I love to hear from you. And I hope that you'll write me a note, let me know that the broadcast is being a help to you. Just write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, dear friends, until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of this day, and goodbye for now.